Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. First of all, we're doing this on Monday, September 6th. So, happy Labor Day. We're continuing Job chapter 15, verses 7 through 13. And still using the New Living Translation. And uh, I pray to ask that you pray for me as I go through this book of Job. Because when I first start reading it, it does get a little overwhelming and it's over my head. And then I have to look at my commentaries and get my bearing and, you know, just get a, a feeling for, it's like, God, uh, help me to understand the elements. What are you trying to show us in this? So I'm praying that as I share that I'm not confusing anyone because it can be confusing and that you're getting something out of it. Just please drop me a note. Let me know. Let's listen to God's word. This is Job chapter 15, verses 7 through 13. It reads, Were you the first person ever born? Were you born before the hills were made? Were you listening at God's secret counsel? Do you have a monopoly on wisdom? What do you know that we don't? What do you understand that we do not? On our side are aged, gray-haired men much older than your father. Is God's comfort too little for you? Is his gentle word not enough? What has taken away your reason? What has weakened your vision that you turn against God and say all these evil things? Again, this is Job chapter 15, verses 7 through 13 in the New Living Translation. And this is still Eliphaz as he responds to Job. I'll be back to share insights and uh, prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scotts. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening. If you subscribe and follow, you'll know whenever a new episode drops. Also, why don't you drop me a line and let me know what you think of my podcast. Please follow and like 5 Minutes in the Word on Twitter and Facebook. Again, we're looking at Job chapter 15, verses 7 through 13 in the New Living Translation. We are still listening to Eliphaz as he accuses Job of a lack of understanding. He's asking him a series of sarcastic questions. And these questions are meant to ridicule Job and his wisdom. But... um, when Eliphaz talks about the uh, divine counsel scene where Satan challenged God to afflict Job, he didn't know he was actually speaking about a reference that actually happened. He referred to something that actually happened. And of course, we as the readers know this. Job didn't know it. His friends didn't know it. Neither Eliphaz nor Job was present. So Neither of them understood the true reason for Job's suffering. And while trying to point out Job's lack of wisdom, Eliphaz inadvertently reveals his own lack of understanding. And as we read through this book of Job, 
it's I, there's a lack of understanding even on my part because if I didn't have a commentary there is no way I'd be able to decipher and understand what's going on in the book of Job I'd be you know completely like poor Job you poor man all this stuff has happened but because I we have more references we have insight that his friends didn't have we understand that um, the, uh, their lack of understanding helps us to understand because we have tools at our disposal that they didn't have. They claim to have the wisdom of the age, aged, gray-haired people before them. But we have the wisdom of God's Word and we have the wisdom from um, people who are more equipped than I am to explain God's Word. Job had claimed only to be intelligent or as intelligent as his friends. He didn't say he had a monopoly on knowledge, but he didn't back down from his friends either because they didn't have a monopoly on wisdom either. And they thought that, um, that you know, they thought that, okay, we're here to offer you counsel. Surely you're going to accept our counsel. One commentary said they were probably older than him. So they thought, you know, they had a right to share their their uh, learned um, knowledge with him. And I know I have a son who's older than my daughter. He's younger than my eldest son. But he always feels like, okay, you need to listen to me. I'm older than you. So that's how I can imagine that the, uh, these guys were. Job, you need to listen, guy. We're older than you. We've seen some of this stuff before. And then they ask, well, Eliphaz asked, asked um, Have you heard the secret of God? Do you pretend to be of the cabinet of counsel heaven that you can give better reasons than others for God's proceedings? And of course, he's saying this in a mocking fa fashion. And he uh, is jeering, you know, as he accuses Job of being disrespectful and arrogant. And as if he's taken himself to be a part of God's counsel, so he knows more than they know. But Job never said that. He never even insinuated that he knew more than anyone else. And then uh, Eliphaz indicates that by rejecting the counsel of his friends, that Job rejects the comfort of God. He's probably referring to the fact that, you know, maybe he had a vision that he shared with God. And it said, look at uh, chapter 4, verse 12 to 16. Job, uh, the book of Job closes this section by asking, and I'm reading from the Easy English Bible in verses 12 to 13. I would like to know why there are wrong thoughts in your mind. When we look at you, you seem very angry. I would like to know why you are angry with God like this. You should not say such bad things when you speak to him. So he's chastising Job for the way he spoke. Eliphaz thought that Job had turned his thoughts against God, but his thoughts weren't turned against God. He was just upset, upset with the calamity that he called his life of the afflictions that had overtaken him 
that he didn't understand. Most of the time when we're suffering, we can kind of imagine, like if, uh, if your health is bad and you know you didn't do what you needed to do to stay healthy, you, can, you know why you're not, you know, not feeling good. Or if you've, um, like my husband used the analogy, if you write bad checks and the policeman come and get you, you can't say, this is my cross to bear. You've done something you weren't supposed to do. So Job is in a situation where he's done everything right and he's being afflicted. And as we read it, it's like, poor Job. And we can't wait for Job to find out and to be rewarded in the end. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word as we go through this difficult book of Job, as he you know, goes through his difficulty of trying to understand the afflictions that he's under. God, in this time, we are under so many different things that are uh, beating us down. And we thank you, God, that you give us the ability to stand when it seems impossible to stand we stand and we know it's because of you thank you for your loving care thank you for your the blood of your son jesus and his death burial and resurrection thank you for the holy for your holy spirit which is there to give us comfort thank you father for um for being a, a covering upon all of us Bless us, bless those who need you in a special way. You know what those needs are. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.